You're listening to the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. To the Morning Buzz. The Morning Buzz on 90.3. 90.3. 90.3. 90.3 WMSC. WMSC. WMSC Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair, New Jersey. This is the Wednesday Morning Buzz crew. I am Tara with... Hi, my name is Jaslyn. How you doing? And... And Thomas. How are you guys doing? All right, and we're on the line with Shallow Green. Hello. Hey, what's going hey, on? Hey, guys. Oh, to be here. Good to have you guys here. Uh, it's such that it is over Zoom. You know, we do our best. Um, but before we jump in, do you guys want to introduce yourselves, like, full behind the music style, who you are, what you play? Sure. So um, I am John, but you guys could call me Jack. I am the drummer of the band. Go for Jack. Sure. My name's Jack as well. Gets a little confusing sometimes, but um, I'm the guitarist and the lead singer. And uh, my name's Owen. I'm the uh, saxophone player from them. Very cool. Do people ever call you Jack Squared? I think once or twice. I feel like we have, yeah. It doesn't sound like Yeah, I think we have actually. (laughs) (laughs) Little math. I like it. Fair enough. Education. So, WMSC brings it all. We do. We try. We try. We try. We try. You know. Um, how would you guys describe your sound? Like for people that have never heard Shallow Green, never, never heard your sound before, and they want, like, they want to jump in. How would you describe it? So, um, we aim for a more um, progressive rock kind of feel, but the uh, inspiration that we take from is mostly from like mid to late seventies stuff. So um, we take a lot of inspiration from bands like Rush and King Crimson. So if I ever had to throw out what we kind of sound like, I would say something similar to those two bands. But yeah, we're all we're all musicians from different backgrounds. I mean, Owen and, and John have been doing like pit orchestra stuff. They've done musical theater stuff. I've done musical theater stuff, choir singing, jazz, blues rock, funk. Like we all are, we're just a celebration of music. I think that's, that's what we are. We're like a wall of energy, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome to have different background music styles. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Like I, we listened to your song uh, before we jumped on the interview. We listened to Scarlet Hands a little bit, which is cool. I get like, um, like a 70s kind of funk vibe from that almost yeah you know? yeah our bass player i mean he's into those like motown kind of lines like that funk kind of stuff earth Wind fire and all that mm-hmm. so, yeah we like to groove a little bit you know yes sir do you think that that helps your your overall sound knowing that you pull from different genres and different decades like, do you think that's what makes you guys different oh yeah definitely yeah yeah, with a, when you have a little bit of everything, just the music changes in ways you don't really expect it to. And it's just, it's interesting. It keeps you on your toes. It's fun. Totally. And to that end, uh, Scarlet Hands has a lot of really cool horn stuff in it, which I dig. Um, what, uh, how did you guys like, I, I feel like the, the rock scene today is very much about like three, four piece, clean guitars, Two guitars at best. How did you? How did you guys decide to like branch out into that type of stuff and add more instruments and sounds? What, what was the process for that? So it's funny, right? Because um, we actually started off as a five piece, 
we had a separate lead singer and we had a keyboard player, but uh, the keyboard player couldn't keep on doing it. And um, the singer, uh, he, we sadly had to kick him out of the band because he wasn't, he wasn't up to, you know, what we wanted to be. He just didn't show up. And, um, it kind of sucked. <laughs> you know? That too. He was, he was not consistent, but um, yeah. Could have been on the radio with you guys right now. Dang, <laughs> you missed out a huge opportunity. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was cool because um, me, Jack, and Steve, um, we would get together still and we would just jam out to blues tunes and write some stuff for fun. And then I, uh, Owen was a friend of mine from high school. So I was like, oh, let's call him up. I, he's a great musician. He'd love to jam with us. And then we just kind of clicked and we went from there. That's awesome. Uh, just a, another question for you guys. Is there any story or significance behind your name, Shallow Green? Is there a meaning there? <laughs> uh jackie want to get this yeah. one um it's kind of a secret we kind of keep it on the hush um we can't exactly disclose that information but he was a little uh, exclusive a little tea a little okay i love secret names Go a ahead. little bit <laughs> well just for you guys just for you guys <laughs> well we were bouncing around some ideas for names and we a little fun thing about us is that we like to come up with a bunch of like bogus stories for what the name actually means. And one time we're like, what are we going to tell people? Like if they ask what our band name means and we're like, Oh, you know, like, you know, like in ground pools, how they get all like dirty and like green. Like that's what we say. Like our band is named after <laughs> like a shallow green pool. And it's just like all gross and disgusting. So we just, we like to, we like to make people think about, the name but um it's kind of like the beatles like the beatles doesn't really mean anything it's just it's just a name you know we don't really think about shower green as like a significant thing like as much as like being named jack at like birth you know so it's just a just something we go by sounds cool fair enough <laughs> you know so we've had a couple interviews over the pandemic talking about how you know the live music scene is totally like pieces right now because of the pandemic so what is what has it been like for you guys what's your experience been like trying to keep the band going and like keep creating what what have you guys been doing so um the beginning of quarantine was especially difficult because we had no idea what to do because i imagine you know nobody's went through this before so the first few months were very difficult because we ourselves were quarantining from each other, trying to stay safe, not trying to get sick. And when we finally got together and started doing stuff, we were writing music slowly. We had to, um, you know, we couldn't rehearse every week because we had to be extra careful. We had some COVID scares, so on and so forth. But um, now we've uh, come up with ideas. We come up with plans to um, really drive our social media and YouTube and stuff like that. And we're actually recording ourselves playing music constantly uh we have uh, studio equipment in my basement so we can get a good sound out of it and uh we're going to be putting stuff on youtube consistently so that's so that that was our overall plan sweet that's awesome and i know during the pandemic especially for like you know like i want to say independent up and coming soon to take over the world type of band it can be difficult because you know music thrives on seeing you guys in person right so while you guys are, you know, consistently rehearsing, um, how is 
changed your typical music process and how has it changed, you know, besides the everyday, I mean, the every week rehearsal, like how has it changed um, during the pandemic? Like, you know, how you write music, lyrics, things like that. Yeah, totally. Um, at the beginning, it was a lot more sending ideas back and forth. Usually like, you know, I'd come up with like a chord progression and then I'd bring it to these guys and then they'd be like, oh, like, that's terrible. Let's make it completely different, you know? <laughs> um, that, our process was pretty organic where like everyone had like a, um, it, it was more like, it was quicker before the pandemic, you know, with the pandemic things down, now we're sending files back and forth. We're, um, we're recording our stuff before we, we let each other hear it. Um, so I feel like it's become a bit more polished, you know, kind of just filtering out some of the weaker ideas. Um, but now that we've been getting together more consistently, and I mean, like, other than the band, like, they're the only people, like, we really see, you know, because this is all we do. So, you know, we've been, we've been able to start picking up the pace again as far as coming up with content, you know, giving our fans something to look forward to. And we're working really hard right now, so. That's the goal. Perfect segue. Cause I want to know from you guys, what's, what's up next? Like what is, even though everything's so uncertain right now, what do you guys have that's coming out new? What's your plan for the year? What you got? It's usually way easier because of usually like, Oh, what are the next couple tour dates or whatever? But like now yeah, that could be in like a year. So what's, what's up next for shallow green? So we're putting up our first um, YouTube video of four videos uh, on Friday, the 19th of uh, one of our original tunes, uh, Please Take Your Seat. And um, no, we're really happy with how that came out. And, it, and it's good. We recorded uh, three other songs and we're going to put them out a few weeks apart. And that way we keep content consistent and have something for people to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And even with this whole like quarantine, I, I, you saw apps like Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, like people are spending more times on their devices more than ever. So I think it kind of helps us to have a direct communication. You know, if this happened, if we were banned in the 1950s or something, then we wouldn't have that direct communication with with people if something like this were to happen. You know, but we're we're very lucky and fortunate to be able to, you know, share funny videos and, and share moments of us rehearsing or, or silly pictures or just us playing music, you know, it, it's really satisfying as a band to, to, to make people smile like that and to see them enjoy and engage, you know, what we're giving them. So it's, it's really been a blessing in, in disguise. Uh, I'd like to propose a hypothetical to each of you, if you each want to take a turn answering. Uh, if you had to pick a dream collaborator, someone in the music industry to work with anyone at all, who would, who would each of you pick? That's a good one. So like just anyone, like as crazy famous anyone, as they may be? As crazy famous as they might be. Yeah. Phil Collins. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Straight up. Choice. Excellent choice. Yeah, I'd love to sit down with him and, and pick his brain of how he writes music. Because uh, you know, as a drummer, and he, he's like a drummer writing music. So he, how he writes music is very, was very different for his time. And I'd be very interested to get, pick his brain and all that fun stuff. So yeah. All right. Love that. Uh, <laughs> Genesis. Did you enjoy that? Oh 
Oh, yeah. oh gee, I've done the biggest Genesis fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we'll go on to other Jack if you want. All right. Ooh. This is hard because, you know, I'm a singer and a guitar player. So it's like I'm kind of torn, you know. I, I love Led Zeppelin, like huge Led Zeppelin fan. So I would be very fortunate to be able to, to meet with like somebody like Jimmy Page and be like, how do you come up with those licks on guitar? Right. The, to hear, um, or like people commonly compare my voice to like Getty Lee from Rush. And like, I would really like to, to know how he constantly is in that higher register of his voice without like screaming or blowing it out. It just, it amazes me. So it's gotta be one of those two guys. They're just my heroes. Great. And Owen, did you have someone? Oh uh, yeah, this is probably wildly different for me because I play saxophone in a rock band. Um, there's not many uh, people who kind of fit that description, um, <laughs> but I would probably go for someone like John Coltrane. Um, Excellent I mean, choice. I know it's more in the jazz element, but uh, we make it work. And I think some of the things that he writes um, are really melodic and can be applied to a lot of different genres. And I'd love to kind of see um, what he would recommend in terms of like what we're doing and what we could be uh, continuing to do in the future. I want to see you like guys with like a Brian Eno type person. I think that could be cool. Like, or like a Daniel Lanois, like one of those producers that's real good at like playing with a lot of different sounds and like different ideas and stuff that's not, you know, in the box. I think you guys would kill it with somebody like that. Thank you. Yeah, we like to get a little weird. Um, with our music it's definitely you know i mean like owen was saying like there's not a lot of bands that that have saxophone or jazz influences uh, especially in today's modern age so yeah i think like you know sometimes we'll just throw crazy noises in the background of our songs or i like kick on all my pedals i'm like what what crazy noise can i make you know but that's just us you know even me myself like when um they first uh, auditioned me for the band they're like yeah we're starting a, a rock band uh, this is about two years ago and i was like and you and you want me to play saxophone in your rock band and they're like yeah and it's so, like even myself i was like i don't know if that's going to necessarily work but uh it, we seem to be making it work and uh the fact that we do i think definitely separates us from a lot of uh, other groups and it makes us unique and i, I like that about us Totally. And it, it, it never sounds out of place either. Like it never sounds like you're like, Oh, we needed to fit this dude in. Like it's, it always, it's always, it's, it's very cohesive sounding. It's really good. I almost think of Owen as like, um, like a second singer almost, you know, cause like I'll, I'll be singing and then he'll be playing something on sax. It's like a, it's like another voice. It's like having another person sing. So yeah, we always try to just, um, we just let him do his thing. He always comes up with something great and, um yeah like you said it never feels forced it's always very organic just meshes that's beautiful and you know i love sounds like that because sounds that you really don't think would go together like rock and hip-hop right like they're very similar but a lot of people didn't realize that until walk this way you know like a lot of sounds can marinate and sound amazing i'm glad you guys took the risk because i you know i love it so um i'm just now kind of getting into a lot of rock, funk, like I'm just now getting into those sounds. So, you know, you guys are the first on my list so I can slowly ease my way in. 
So speaking of, you know, the type of music you guys make and you guys being very unique, like what are some of the, um, or what is like some feedback that you guys have gotten from people that you would have never expected that would listen to your music? Um, like what has your reception been like so far? Hmm. So I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you WMSC, we bring the thinkers. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I get up on stage and make noise and people <laughs> clap, you know, that's been the general <laughs> reaction. You know, actually once, but, um, I mean, once people moshed at one of our concerts, <laughs> I never expected that to happen before. So <laughs> something. that was like one of our last shows before yeah. COVID. Oh, that was yeah. our second to last show before COVID. Yeah. Yeah, so that caught me off guard. Yeah, because we're not like we're not like a metal band, you know. We're not like super heavy, but yeah, I feel like our it's more like the emotional content of our music drives people to just feel. You know what I'm saying? I've had a lot of people come up to me after shows and and up to the rest of the guys, and they're just like, like, oh, that last song you played, and it's like it's a really like chill and like somber song, except for a couple parts. But they're like that last song, just like really resonated with me and as an artist like it's it's just amazing to to hear something like that you know and even with scarlet hands like i'm gonna be honest it's not even one of my favorite songs that we've written and people have come up to me like a year later and and been like this song changed my life you know so (laughs) it's it's very it's very nice to hear stuff like that you know we've had our fair share of you know criticism as well but um in general i feel like like I said, with the whole emotional content thing, I think we really, we make people feel stuff with our music. It's not just noise, you know? I mean, maybe it is sometimes, but (laughs) (laughs) it's noise with a purpose, right? That's the goal though. Like, and that's, that's really cool to hear you guys say that because connecting with people, I feel like not everybody, every artist that comes through, you know, gets that, like, that's what it is before anything else, before, you know, what, what this song's supposed to sound like or, or any of that you got to connect with people and get it so to see you guys getting that is it's good it inspires hope absolutely man so thank you guys shallow green for coming through cannot wait to see the new stuff you put out on your youtube and the stuff you're doing on socials and once we can live shows it'll be amazing for thomas and jazz i'm tara on 90.3 the wmsc upper montclair